Hi. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're going to try this trip again. Some road trip to get some water. See some, some dirty ass see water. Some water, get some sunlight. Some Potomac River water. Uh, so it's been uh, one week since the Uvalde shooting. Oh no. Yeah, oh no. As a, as a mother of a three year old, an auntie to a couple kids, like, how, does, uh, how are you feeling about that whole thing? I mean, definitely, like, super sad. I feel like it was one of the worst ones. Like, they're all terrible. And, like, every time one happens, it's like, fuck, right? But this one, I don't know. It's like, they're just so innocent. It makes me really sad. And, like, angry. And, I mean, you know, there's, like, all this conversation of, like, what needs to happen and, like, gun reform and laws and, like, people, you know, reaching out to their politicians and stuff. And, like, I feel kind of hopeless about it. I just feel like they don't give a shit. So, like, nothing's going to change. Like, since then, there's been all these other shootings, right? So, like, really what's happening? Yeah, the shootings don't really ever stop. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the Parkland shooting. Or, no, what was it? The, the Sandy, Sandy Hook. Hook and Parkland. Like, it, the school Sandy Hook stuff is, like the preschool is, one, right? Yeah, the school shootings just, I think it, uh, no matter what side of, like, politics you lie, like, once kids start getting affected by something, it just really, like, tugs at you. And... Yeah. And, like, they were, like, all Latinos, right? Most of them. So it's, like, oh, it yeah. just kind of makes you feel like that hits home like it can be it can be any of our family members like any of yeah. our kids any of our nieces nephews or whatever you know kind of before like when it wasn't this bad i mean i guess it's always been an issue in our lifetime but before it got this bad it's kind of like oh you can't imagine like being those that family or whatever but now it's like you feel like it can be you you know yeah and like i feel like if i get more anxious that's like it's getting closer and closer for like Oliver to go to school it's like what are we gonna do because I don't want him to miss out on the like you know social aspect of like going to school and like you know all those memories and stuff but at the same time it's like I don't know if I can handle him being at school <laughs> with like all these type of yeah these news coming out and it, it's not just it's not just the the shootings but I feel like more and more I hear about news of like other stuff like kids bringing weapons and right. 40 person fights and like stabbing stab yeah like it yeah. just it just becomes like you know I mean I, I feel like with Oliver homeschooling is now for the first time something where I'm actually like considering thinking about which for my whole life like homeschool was a completely foreign completely foreign thing to me like I, I didn't know how that works I, I didn't know anyone who did that right damn it's gonna be like really loud on the thing probably we're just racing some motorcycles <laughs> while uh airing this podcast down and dirty <laughs> that's pretty cool I want one of those jackets but uh jackets. you know talking to my my friend Al about about homeschool that he's the first person I've ever met who uh homeschools his, his kids um you know that, that that's what they've been doing you know they've got a couple kids and they make it seem so easy they they make it yeah. seem like it's totally worth it their kids are wonderful they're super sharp 
And uh, he told me something the other day that really sticks with me. It's like, you know, especially at the young age of, you know, elementary school age, like, what are they really retaining? Like, what are they, what, what's absolutely, like, needs to be taught from, like, you know, kindergarten to fourth, fifth grade that's, like, so vital to them? Like, they're, they're still so young, you know, like, there's, there's, he was kind of explaining how there's way more values that can be taught, like, at home, you know, and, and it, it all, it all goes back to the conversation stemmed from, um, you know, uh, impact from parents, you know, we could all blame every gun policy and law there is, or, or lack thereof, but, you know, one thing that I always think about with, like, all these issues, man, in this country are, like, you know, where are the parents, like, where, like, where is that, we are now, like, we, our society is so, like, driven on, on working and, and making money and striving to, like, reach, you know, capitalistic goals, and, uh, and I think what, you know, there's a give and take, and I think what gets left behind is, like, time spent with your children and what type of values you're instilling in them. Yeah, but I mean, I agree, but I also kind of feel like we need to keep in mind, like, that viewpoint is kind of, like, a little privileged, right? Because, like, he can afford to be, like, there on one income, and, like, not everybody has that, you know, so I don't, like, I don't think it's fair to just be, like, you know, families need to be more involved, da-da-da-da. It's like, yes, that's true, but then, like, what do these families need so that they are able to do that? So, like, we need more resources, you know? Housing, food, job security, all that kind of stuff. Like, a lot of people, like, literally rely on public schools so that they can go to work, like... Right, exactly. Or, like, you know, single-parent households, like, they can't homeschool their kids and go to work and have everything taken care of. Right. (laughs) But. That's it. The end of the conversation. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. How do you feel about all of it? Same question for you. Like, what? What's your? Besides what we just talked about, and like, you know, homeschooling becoming more of a. Potential I mean, thing. I I mentioned homeschool because of the you know, conversation I had with Al, but yeah. But I, I, mean, I just mean in general, like uh, parents being more more involved, and as hard as that is nowadays, like. There needs, there needs, there's a give and take, and I think everyone needs to like look in the mirror and figure out what we can do for ourselves and for our families, yeah. rather than just looking like no one's gonna save us. No one's gonna save us. No, yeah. I mean we, are, like you said, our whole lifetime has been like filled with mass casualty after mass casualty, like, and we keep relying. Like everyone wants to post about like this gun reform and this senator and that and this. It's yeah. I mean you could sit there all day long and bash like the GOP for uh, not giving up their power basically and not passing better like gun legislation yeah and uh, there's work to be done there and you know but at, at least what I see on the political end is I see like the Democrats have done something over and over and over again where they try to package these bills they try to uh like say with this gun reform instead of just like passing one simple thing or one simple thing at a time they want to put together this like entire package and add this and add that 
and for the most part, it just becomes too much for too much for the GOP to, to give to give up to give in, yeah. especially in a government that is it's not like hugely controlled by the Democrats. It's split right down the middle, so there needs to be compromise. So, like, but the simplest thing you can do is pass one thing, one thing, just. And so uh, I was like messaging with some friends and, and I think like if there's just one simple thing that you can pass that I think like even the like even responsible gun owners would agree with is move the age from 18 to 21. The 18 age thing to like to, to get a gun is ridiculous. Yeah. We're still snot nosed little piece of shit at 18 years old. Yeah. Make it 21 like like. Did, maybe it they needs to be more than the that. smoking age, didn't they? In some places, I think yeah. I think even smoking is now twenty one. Yeah, gambling's twenty one. Right. Some strip clubs are twenty one. Don't ask. I know that. <laughs> but renting a car, you can rent a car at twenty one. But they won't just pass that one simple thing. You know, they want to add like, all right, we're going to also ban assault rifles. We're going to also do expanded background checks we're going to also make people wait to get their arms we're going to also do this this and that and then so of course republicans who already are hesitant to agree and and to reach across the aisle are going to be like this is this is crazy why are you like can you just pass one bill i mean that's just something that i've seen from the other side and people will ridicule me for you know like playing that devil's advocate but that's just that's just the way that's just the way it is yeah, They're I mean, so I guess divided. Kind of know, like, why not? Like, why not someone just reach, you know, uh, one deal, one thing at a time? Yeah, but I mean, like, don't you feel like, it, let's say, all right, we're gonna do the Dems or whoever they propose, we're gonna just one bill, we're gonna change the age from eighteen to twenty-one, right? And then the GOP is gonna forever be like, we already gave you this, so like, stop asking for shit. And on the other hand, it's like. Well, all these things that they do want to pass, like, they kind of seem like common sense to a lot of people or, like, you know, people want those things. Yeah, so it's like, why don't they just fucking do it? And I think, like, that's the problem. And it's, like, all money, which, like, we always go back to. Like, they yeah. don't want to give up that shit. No, no. Why no. would they? One of their biggest talking points is is uh, the Second Amendment. Right. And so if they, if they give a little, then they, you know, they might lose votes. You know, it's all about the votes. And we talk about money and politics, it's all the votes. You know, they, <clears throat> there are some really close races in, in, in a lot of the states. And so, you know, it just takes one, like, one guy to come in and say, hey, look, look at this senator Republican who gave in to the Democrats. She's weak. She's too weak. You need me. I'm a, I'm a strong candidate to right. be your Republican leader. Like, it's all just... Uh, it's all just fucked up. But the age thing, yeah. I feel like, you know, just from reading. I mean, you know, it seems like of, one of the easier things I could have yeah. done that's like not that big of a deal. Who, who's, who's sitting there being like, no, I'm pretty sure I really want 18 year olds to get right. to get their firearms as soon as they turn I guess out. like people who like do hunting and stuff. Like, you know, I guess there are like parts of the country where people are using guns for safely and for sport and like whatever, you know. I think the solution for us is to leave this country. That could be the solution. <laughs> it does feel like we're sort of like we've 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 gone too far, right? I don't know. Like I think about that a lot where 
our parents jumped this huge like sacrifice to come to this country and look for a better life because things back home were complete shit and might still be really shitty. But there's a lot of issues here too. Right. At what point do you consider like, oh, I might have to go back? Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like, I've told you before, it's like, yeah, like what you said, our parents, you know, they came here looking for a better life or whatever. And then like we're here now and we've been able to kind of make a better life or whatever. And probably like our kids will have a better life because of, you know, our parents' sacrifice and stuff like that. I just feel like this is not where we belong. Like as I get older, it's kind of like, I don't know, especially like here, like Maryland, Virginia, <laughs> Northern Virginia. I just feel like this is not it. <laughs> like, like the city? Like the, yeah, like DC the city, suburb. the weather, the people, the energy, you know. Our parents and our families have, like, given, like, so much to this country. This country is still not, like, equally for everybody. So it's, like, I don't know. I'm grateful to, for the, like, opportunities and stuff, you know. Like, our parents went through a lot of shit. But yeah. I feel, like, more at home. There's a yearning. Yeah, it's like whenever, like, you know, when we're not here, it's like, this is where we come from. Like, the air is different, the people, like, everything just feels right. I used to, since I was a kid, I used to love going to El Salvador. I never wanted to leave El Salvador. As soon as I'd get back here, I'd be, like, crying. I'd be, like, messaging my cousins and all the little girls I left over there. (laughs) All your girlfriends who have your babies. Yes. (laughs) Scattered around. And I I felt like homesick when like this was my home here in the US. Right. But uh, and then this last time we went oh my god it just it was magical. I hadn't been there in, in 10 years or something like that. And we went for Jen's wedding and like you're right the air like the greenery how like wherever we were we could just like pick a fruit yes. out of whatever tree was next to us like and it was the most sweetest delicious fruit that trip was magical <laughs> it was i can't wait to go back yeah and it's like you know our family's still there so it's like those like ties roots yeah but also we were again privileged to have been basically tourists you know going right. around seeing like the most beautiful places yeah eating the best food from restaurants well and it's like we're going back to like you know our parents like neighborhoods and like our families like houses and stuff that are like have been updated or like the towns have been upgraded and stuff because of people working here (laughs) and sending money over there so it's like if our parents would have never left and we would have just been born in El Salvador we probably would be like trying to come here oh yeah, yeah you know it's like my my cousins and stuff who who would always be like oh I want to go to the U.S. I'd be like, really? Why? Yeah. But no, I mean, we. I've only been there, you know, the longest. It's been like maybe three weeks or something. I, I don't know whether like living there would be, would be okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's how it is with like anywhere, right? But same with, um, I feel very similar when we like go to Puerto Rico. I love like, Puerto same Rico. Same thing. It's just like, it feels like those are our people it's more like our culture like the food and i feel like there is something so special about puerto rican people like i just feel like they're different well they're drop dead gorgeous (laughs) that 
and like they're just so nice like I don't think we really ever had like any bad experiences like well the first trip first time I went everybody was super nice except for like the hospital because that's not their fault <laughs> True. and I was an idiot but like you know Facts. whatever <laughs> and then like this last time when we went together with our families it's like I just feel like everybody was so nice and welcoming like it makes a difference to go somewhere where like we speak the language too right so it's like that yeah. makes it feel more like your home right right and it's just like it's beautiful everywhere you there's water the everywhere and, oh you do get a fuck <laughs> you're like do I want to what <laughs> So tell us, what, what, why were you in the hospital? That's strange. You don't go to the Puerto Rico to go to the hospital. To go to the hospital. Um, it was my good friend, Heidi. Shout out to Heidi, I love you. Okay. <laughs> it was uh, her bachelorette party and Christian's uh, bachelor's. Isn't that funny? We were all in Puerto Rico, but like we did not run into each other until like the last day or whatever. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to edit so much. I don't of this think out. we wanted to see you guys. Well, yeah, the whole point was like to not run into yeah, each it's other. The last, last shebang. Yeah. Two, you know. So, anyways, it was like the first night there, and me being me, wasted obviously, wants to jump into the pool. The pool is closed, so we decide we should jump the fence. Who's we? <laughs> me <laughs> okay just want to clarify <laughs> uh no i'm sure like margo was down and my sister probably um but yeah so then i fell and i like fucked up my ankle like i fucked it up <laughs> but i went to the club i went snorkeling <laughs> I went swimming and went to the pool before i went to the hospital and by the time I got to the hospital, it was like so like swollen and messed up <laughs> and everybody was like, what the fuck? And then remember when we went to the, when we were in the airport trying to come back and they like wouldn't let us come because they thought they were like convinced that I was smuggling drugs in my cast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get that. <laughs> you were so mad. I was so mad. Broke your leg in like three places. Remember the, the surgeon here, he was like, you shattered it. <laughs> There isn't quite a medical term for uh, for what I'm looking at here. You pretty much shattered the fuck out of your head. He was like, it's going to be a long recovery. I was like, okay, am I going to get some drugs? You're lucky you're so cute. No, actually, that like really sucked. I do not recommend anybody to like break their bones. Yeah, don't, don't do stupid shit. Don't uh, try to jump into pools if they're closed. Okay. That used to be a thing. Like me and Jeremy used to, like if a pool was closed or it was like midnight and we we just didn't care. We we're like, okay, just go go for go for a swim. I know. I used to do that too. Mm-hmm. One time that. we uh, we snuck into Upton Hills the pool. Mm-hmm. It was like late at night. I feel and, like everybody uh, has done that. I guess they <laughs> I have like sensor, <laughs> uh, sensors or cameras or something because after a little while, like doing the slides and stuff. Um, we like hear and see like police coming. Oh, so. And so we jumped the back fence, which was like, like woods. just yeah, woods behind some like plaza. I don't mm-hmm. know. And uh, that's where I got like, I think we both got like riddled with poison ivy. Oh my gosh. Good times. 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like everybody has like snuck into that pool. Probably like after some time, they maybe did something to like their security because there's always like kids in there. <laughs> we snuck into a pool once in Richmond too with my cousin Natalie. I, I don't even know whose pool that was, honestly, because Natalie didn't live in Richmond, so it must have been one of my friends. And my bathing suit got stuck on the fence. You and, you and fences. <laughs> that you they have a thing for me. <laughs> yeah, I should have stopped back then. <laughs> oh well, good times. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Well said. <laughs> I haven't gone anywhere. Me neither. I mean, okay, we went to California, Vegas, Arizona, Utah. Utah. <laughs> yes, Utah. Remember when we went to Utah? Utah. Utah? Oh my god, Utah. Utah. <laughs> I can't say it. Yeah, that Southwest uh, road trip. I want to do that again. Utah. That was amazing. Yeah, that was fun. Okay, so we've been there. And we've been to Miami, El Salvador, Puerto Rico. I've been to DR. You haven't been to DR yet. No. We make that happen. That's it. <laughs> we haven't been anywhere. It's funny because the way that me and you started talking, I pretty much like promised you I would take you to Greece. <laughs> you yeah. thought. Well, we're going to go to Myrtle Beach. Oh, right, right. You and I. Like three, four weeks. Three, yeah, because it's June already, so at the end of June. For our anniversary. Aww, this is sweet. Damn, babe, we're going to be married for four years. Right? Did you think that we would have made it this far? Of course. We're going to be together forever. I'm excited for Myrtle Beach. Yeah. I, I really want to see, like, I don't want to just sit at the beach. We can do that, but... I kind of want to see like the the housing, like the residential areas, like just kind of get a an idea of the economy down there. Yeah. So we can consider moving there or something. Yeah. Because you want to live by the beach. Yes. That is your dream. Yes. And you don't want to wait until you're like an old lady. Exactly. I'm not trying to be like retired and then finally live at the beach and then like die the next day. That's happening a lot. Yeah. Old people dying. Or not even like old people, but just like, you know, people who have like worked for so long and then they like finally get a break and they get ill or like, you know, people around them get sick, things like that. It's just kind of, I feel like, you know, growing up, like our parents and older generations, it was like the norm was like you work, you work until you retire. Once you retire, then you can like go like buy whatever car you always wanted or like you know move to the beach and i just feel like i don't want to do that yeah i already struggle with the fact that i have to work for like the next fucking 20 years or whatever <laughs> more i don't want to wait i mean i don't know we don't know if we're going to be here tomorrow right. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yes i want to i don't even beach. i don't even think i want to be like that old i know right i don't want to be like 70. <laughs> 70 is not old Seven. I mean, like, I already, I'm in pain all the time from little random things. Yeah. I can't imagine like double my life right now, being able to like walk. 
All those you think years you're going to stop walking all at those, 60? All those and years of shooting hoops. And... You'll be acting like you're going to die young, and I feel like you're going to be healthy. You're strong. If we actually make a plan, like we talked about last time, where it would be like, you know, next couple of years type thing. Yeah. Then we can we can like research, find some towns that we might be interested in and like, you know, go scope them out. Yeah. Um, the East Coast, if you go like any more north than we are, it's too cold really. Like the right. water isn't really enjoyable. Like the winters are worse than here, so that's like backwards. Yeah. It'd be like Virginia Beach and South or something like that. Yeah. I don't know about Virginia Beach though. That's where we uh, held hands and ran into the water all romantic, <laughs> and then the wave tumbled us. I yeah. sat on your head. <laughs> yes. That was the, the best day of my life. <laughs> How are we still together? <laughs> we really thought we were being cute. I know. On the beach. I mean, it was cute. It was sweet. It was nice. And then people are like flooding into Florida. Yeah. No pun intended. Wait, no pun intended. Because Florida's going to be underwater, I feel like. Like, yeah, yeah, if you look at the housing in Florida, like, there's a there's a section you could look at, like, climate factors or something. And it's, like, every single place along Florida is, like, in 20 years, this will be, like, underwater. Well, isn't, like, the entire world going to be gone soon? No. That's so dramatic. <laughs> Just Florida. <laughs> Just Florida. Just, like, go for it. So I don't know, like uh, investing. Honestly, in, I like living in. I feel like I would like living in Florida because of like the weather and like it's nice, but it's just like fucking people in Florida it's are got, insane. It's got a lot of crazy. Yeah. And like I don't know if I want Oliver to be like, you know. Yeah. But I, I mean, I feel like it's like with anywhere, like any state. There's, there's nice areas. Problems. There's bad areas. Pros and cons. Crazy people. Speaking of which, <laughs> little so monster is waking up. Nah, he, he went back to sleep. So, yeah, pretty much we just have North Carolina. North Carolina, South Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina, South Carolina. Well, definitely, like, when we go to, like, Myrtle Beach, if it's anything like how it was the last time I went, it's, like, a lot of white and black. Like, people? Not a lot in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, people? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to, like, some other subject or something. Like, no. You know how that's a saying? Like, it's very white and black. You meant literally there's just white <laughs> A lot of white and black people. <laughs> it would be like the okay. exotic couple. <laughs> it was fun though. Like it's nice. But this last time when I was like, you know, kind of looking up Myrtle Beach trying to figure out where to stay because I was thinking we'd stay somewhere more like remote. But then like a lot of the really nice Airbnbs, they were more like in the part that's like more popping or whatever. So I guess we'll see. You don't want to move to Atlantic City with me. Oh my God. Sure, you could work at Stilettos. Let's do it. I feel like you'd make bank. I wish I would have. A few nights, weekends. If I would have become a stripper when I was younger, we would have been like balling right now. You would have had no student loan debt. <laughs> well, I don't, anyways. I tricked for it. True. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the water in Atlanta City is gross. I remember I took uh, Carlos for uh, 
It's like the night before his wedding or something. Yeah. <laughs> when, like, you guys did I was like, we're outside. Thing. I was it's like, somebody bachelor, bachelorettes. I know. Someone needs to get married so we can go on a trip. Yeah. Those are, like, I feel like the that's best. the whole point of, like, getting married. Yeah, I'm right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you, too. It's true, though. I love a good bachelorette party. So what did you do on your bachelor party, huh? Well, I had two. I went on a very two, way, very two different like parts of my life. Like I went and stayed at a cabin house thing in the mountains of Shenandoah with my brothers, which was like right. really cool. I don't think we've ever done anything like that before or after, but it was kind of special. It was, it was, it was nice. Yeah. And then uh, me and my ratchet friends <laughs> went to Vegas. But, you know, I had been to Vegas, like, five times before that. Yeah. But um, I think the, the coolest part was, like, the, we did a hike on a Red Rock Canyon. One that is not your favorite part. It was. Hiking. You don't understand. Like, <laughs> it's not the hiking for me. It's, like, the views. Oh, the mountains, yeah. The like, view. the dry red rocks. It's so, so beautiful. <laughs> okay, fine. My favorite part... <laughs> was like putting my nose inside of like some stripper's butt. Oh my god. See, I knew it. It's fine. <laughs> Couldn't breathe. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I know that you like uh, the desert and the views and all that shit. I do. It's nice. It's relaxing. I remember like crossing into like Arizona. It just goes from like desert to like Everglades trees to like pine trees and then like canyons and yeah that's that stuff is amazing yeah. like we've lived our whole life in fucking like Arlington Virginia where it's just like <laughs> yeah. concrete building after concrete building right I mean I feel like that's maybe the main thing that I feel like I need to get away from here is like there's just no like life there's <laughs> no greenery there's no water except for like dirty water no matter where you go, there's a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. There's probably a Mexican restaurant in Dove Valley. Probably. All right, well, pulling up to the beach. <laughs> it's nice talking to you, babe. <laughs> I will see you. So we're gonna talk half after a second. this. Nope. <laughs>